And the ghost of Sean Lemmy is here to tell you about his favorite ghost room. I thought we weren't doing that. (laughs) These are not ghosts. They are in my mind. They're technically ghosts, aren't they? I suppose. They're not zombies. No. Just don't worry about it. Don't worry about their I'm ghost about quality. Sean's ghost is here. How is that possible? <laughs> How can you be here and your ghost? Is it the ghost of you dead? Like the ghost of future Sean. <laughs> well, so, actually, I'm future Sean, but from like not really that far, like from tomorrow. Because past Sean died yesterday. And he's a ghost now. And I came back. So it's all good. Like, no one has to mourn my death. But I'm dead out there somewhere tonight. Okay. So, what's the conversation? Uh, I guess, was this the conjuring that originally created this idea? <laughs> I suppose you could say that. I don't know if that's what inspired it. Maybe. Um, it's, a, it's a list of our top ten ghosts with whom we'd like to hang out. Or... I guess just dead people if you don't want to specifically say that they're ghosts. But dead people doesn't mean zombies. Like if they could come back to life and you could spend a a day or so with them, you know, what what would you do with these people? You're giving yourself a whole day? Yeah, sure. What what do you think it is? Like a half hour? (laughs) He's like, sorry, I gotta get back to the the ghost convention. They have a contract with Satan. (laughs) He gives him like a voucher for like a half hour. Mm-hmm. It's very Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> That's how hell's red. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, famous people we'd like to hang out with. Pretty much celebrities. I mean, I don't know. I, a couple of political figures. Yeah. Try to put in like one athlete. I mean, still celebrity, but you know. They're mostly actors and musicians. Yeah, it's mostly. It's our interests tend to lie. Pop few culture. Them, few of them died before their time. Maybe that plays into it. I don't know. Maybe, but this is not the top ten people we wish hadn't died or something like pretty morbid and sad. Yeah. I don't know. Yep. I guess it's kind of inherently morbid and sad. <laughs> the fuck is that? <laughs> I'm going to guess the sound theater uh, is someone taping up a cardboard box. <laughs> I'm going with Pee Wee Herman breakfast machine. I'm going with haunted room. Oh my god. Creaks and crooks and crackles. Oh dear. 
San Diego's a haunted place. I saw paranormal activity. Is that, oh, yeah. is that in San Diego? Yeah. Oh, shit, man. <laughs> I'm fucked. All right, let's get down to boozeness. Uh-huh. See, this is why I didn't want it to be that ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid ghost puns. It's what the people Little want, ghost. Colin. Ugh. Anyways, our first dead person that we'd like to chill out with. <laughs> bro <Whatever>. out. Bro. <laughs> The ultimate bro is Alfred Hitchcock. Famous now, I put this on the. Well, Sorry, but well, I put this on the list just because I don't know. Alfred Hitchcock's one of the few, like, truly great film directors who I wouldn't be intimidated by. Like, he's a guy that was absolutely brilliant. He knew the language of cinema better than anyone else, but he still seemed like uh, he had a sense of humor, like he could poke fun at himself. I mean, he was always open to bashing his own movies and saying which ones he thought were crap and uh, he (laughs) deserved to be burned and never seen again. And I don't know. I guess if I were to hang out with him, I'd I'd mainly just want to like watch the movies that had come out since he died alongside him and just, like, hear his take on on modern filmmaking. Do you have any idea what movie specifically you'd like to show him? Pacific Rim? Um, maybe Sharknado, but... Maybe <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you telling me you want to sit down and, like, watch movies with him? Like, like Mystery Science Theater? Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I want to record my own Mystery Science Theater with Albert Hitchcock. A ghastly ball. <laughs> I just like to hang out with him because it seems like every interview I've ever seen of him, he's always just like joking around. Mm-hmm. Like he's never like that serious. I saw some old game show he's on. What was that game show where you had to guess what the the celebrity, who the celebrity was? It, it was like an old fifties one. Like all the people were blindfolded and they had like try to guess who it was. Well, it was something like that in the fifties, and he was on there. He's just like trolling everybody, like. Not giving helpful answers and stuff. Like, like, are you man? He's like, most of the time. And he just keeps going, speaking French and stuff. Is is that what's my line? Is I think, meh, maybe. It's definitely what's those kind of, yeah, something like that. And I want to know why he's afraid of eggs. Is it because he looks like one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Supposedly he had a fear of eggs. And police officers. Eggs. I think it's because he, he's afraid he was turning into one. Perhaps the first human egg. He was almost able to make the full transformation. <laughs> <laughs> Scared him to death. Final sequence. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, you, you watch movies with them? I don't know what I'd do with them. I think so. Oh, I, I tried to... Maybe I'd even want to watch his own movies, like get an Alfred Hitchcock audio commentary basically going, just to see what that would be like. And figure sandwiches. Yeah, I mean, we'd have a full spread of of figure foods going on as well. They're real fingers. I think I'd like to take him to the fair, maybe. (laughs) Get him on the merry-go-round. It seems like someone who would... You know, really have a, a childlike glee. 
when it comes to these sort of things, and especially after being dead for so long. Would you want to do the merry-go-round because of that scene in uh, Strangers on a Train? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He'd be really scared that it would speed up a lot. Yeah, he would. I'd calm down. Don't worry, Alfred. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Don't worry, Al. Al. Fred, if I may. Do you think he would want to sit around watching movies? Like, if he could be brought back to the earth for one day? Like, do you think he wants to watch his own movies? Or Sharknado? (laughs) He doesn't have a choice. You summoned him. I guess. You have all the power. That's part of the deal with you're the, you the necromancer. That's part so of he's the, like your ghost slave. <laughs> Not a ghost, John. Specter. Specter, right? I like that. Let's. I don't know if how popular this will be, but let's say that you have to do at least one thing that he wants to do. <laughs> what do you think that is? Garden. Garden. You have to garden for an hour out of your day. <laughs> Was he a big gardener? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he liked to do. Drink? Get wasted? Get wasted? I don't know, just decadent stuff. But he probably couldn't get wasted because of his uh, ethereal nature. <laughs> so you never go back into ghost territory. See, well, if a he ghost has a can get wasted. form, he's a zombie. No, that's no I feel like he should be able to do anything that a person should. Yeah, he's a ghost. He's a ghost. I mean, the only... Uh, for me, a ghost, like, the only big thing is, like, he can go through walls and Colin can't. <laughs> like, that's, so he's just trolling that's, you all Yeah, day. pretty much. You in the bathroom, bro? Oh, my bad. <laughs> bro. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you know how in Dragon Ball Z... Uh, they bring back Goku for like a day that one time because he's died twice and they can't revive him, but he can chill for a day. And he's right. he's basically back all except he has a halo. Like that's the only difference. So is it like that? Yeah, sure. Why not? All right. So this is Dragon Ball Z style. <laughs> so so in this version, we gathered the Dragon Balls and summoned the uh, Eternal Dragon Shenlong. <laughs> yeah. So revive Albert Hitchcock. <laughs> yeah, that's how you got to That's how this is working. It's a lot of work. You're going to go around the whole world like Dragon Ball so you can watch Sharknado with Albert Hitchcock. <laughs> I don't know why we had to make it so complicated. <laughs> They're just back for a day. No, that's but it. that's why. That's why we, it's been established. That's, okay. That is the we, sound we of went, We went to the trouble of collecting some Dragon Balls. Yeah. That's some, all seven. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right. Let's go on to another row 10, gentlemen. <laughs> like the Most rest of, them of the list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Babe Ruth. Uh, I wanted to put one athlete on here. I'm not really an expert on Babe Ruth. I almost put Ty Cobb with it. I like, know. I was, I was just going to say I'd probably rather hang out with Ty Cobb. <laughs> yeah, but like I read his biography, and, you know, the guy who, like, wrote that did spend time with him, and when they hung out, or well, if you can call it hanging out, he was, like, at Ty Cobb's, ha- like, big house with no electricity and he just like scream racist stuff all day like <laughs> that's not fun i mean yeah. i guess if you're one of those things it's like a train wreck you just kind of want to see it yeah. unfold i would like but do you really want to like follow tykov at a night where he's just going out like murdering people and getting <laughs> fights yeah i would like take him out on the town to like an all-black neighborhood 
<laughs> just watch it go down. Now, just can other people see him, or can only you see him? There's another ghost. <laughs> Everybody can see. Dragon okay. Ball Z style. Oh, Dragon Ball Z style. He okay. has a halo, yeah. but outside of that, he's he's there. Can he be hurt? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I don't know why you want to see Ty Cobb getting like a fight, or maybe even. Like, Cause it'd be sweet. Is he wearing his baseball uniform? Yeah, he has to wear his uniform. <laughs> oh, so that's a, another very good question. Does he get to choose the state in his life he comes back in, or is he just whatever he was when he died? Ooh. I think he can choose. Mm-hmm. You don't want to I see like Babe Ruth when he's died. That was like the saddest thing ever. Mm-hmm. He's all like scrawny and. I mean, the reason I would want to see Babe Ruth come back, which would also probably be pretty disappointing, is to see how he would fare against, you know, today's crop of MLB superstars. Put him in a game? Yeah. Oh, how would you arrange that, Colin? How would I arrange uh, he's that? He's Babe Ruth. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. people, what, what, like, I got fucking Babe Ruth here. You want to throw some bitches to him? Who are you saying that to? I don't know. Felix Hernandez. How'd you, how'd you, get, to, how'd you get to them? You just show up at Safeguard. Like, how do you get the fucking Dragon Balls, John? How does all of this happen? You use the Dragon Radar, John. Pretty <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Well, call it some sort of ghost radar. It helps lead the ghost to success. I don't know. Who does it matter? Well, because to me, this, that's the very real concern of I've got nothing that will impress Babe Ruth. You you take you pick a picture of him and you put it on some social networking site. You're like, oh, do you have Babe Ruth? You <laughs> <laughs> should get him in a game. He's back in town. Would you uh, would you would you want to talk to him about like the steroid area? I mean, that would be a long conversation. Maybe if you wanted to have a, a very long lunch with Babe Ruth, is basically. Well, I thought you got him for twenty four hours. Yeah, you can have that. Con- you can fit that conversation. In yeah, there. sure. That'd be a nice, interesting yeah. talk to see how he would feel about it. I suppose. I think he wouldn't give a shit. He probably would not. He'd be like, "I'd do that shit." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's kind of like dumb, right? So, like, uh-huh. of course he'd do it. <laughs> Sounds like plan. Eat some steaks, drink some beers, hit some dingers. Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would be fun. Too. Yeah, I'd just take him to a, a, I think, sorry. Soft toss to Babe Ruth, just watching him hit diggers all day. Yeah, That'd seriously. Be I a think hell it, of a memory. <laughs> like a more realistic thing to do instead of like taking him to the Mariners or whatever is like just taking him to your slow pitch game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and get him, like, get him get on, him a on team. the team. <laughs> <laughs> he just, just rakes. Mm-hmm. While he's smoking a cigar. <laughs> pretty sweet. Alright. So uh, and ask him what he thinks about the candy bar, like yeah. his name. But but <laughs> again, you gotta do you gotta do something that he wants to do for an hour. What 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 does he don't wanna do? Wanna pick up prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> you, have to, you have to do that for an hour. You gotta show him. Take him to the seedy part of town. All right, there it is, picking up prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so wait, on. I'm gonna. St- are we keeping track of these? So Albert Hitchcock wants to go gardening, <laughs> and Babe Ruth <laughs> wants to pick up prostitutes. I'm writing this down, so I'll put it in the post as well. Uh, 
Uh, the next person on our list is Chris Farley. Is do you just want to see him go beat up Adam Sandler? Is that it? What do you mean beat up Adam Sandler? Are you saying Adam Sandler stole the career that Chris Farley could have had? I mean, it kind of lines up, doesn't it? I mean, they died like the same year Heavy Gilmore came out. Wasn't that 96? Is that when he died? 96. I think 97. Okay. I don't think their careers. Like, oh God, you know, it's funny thing. If Chris Farley was still alive, would he be in those, like, in a bunch of Adam Sandler movies? Or would he have, like, his own career? He might like, be. I mean, they were part of the crew at SNL during the same time. He probably would have been in them. And yeah. then a couple of his own movies. Because I know, like, supposedly he's going to be Shrek. Who knows what else he would have done. Ugh, been in some, some kind of Santa Claus movie eventually. <laughs> uh, but So so uh, his, his career, he could have had Tim Allen's career, basically, is what you're saying. <laughs> I don't. I don't know about that. Like he he could have been. In, he could have been in Fred Claus. Let's just put you in that. So you could have had Vince Vaughn's career. You <laughs> could have had Vince Vaughn's career. <laughs> he would have been in White Crashers, I guess. I'd be all about that movie. But, I, I don't quite get that, but yeah, go on. <laughs> well, what I always hear about Chris Farley is that he was like always on. He's like always ready to entertain. That's also kind of the sad thing about him is that he was never really himself. He always felt like he had to perform for people. That's kind of what I want. I kind of want to like bring him into a clothing store, make him like try on shirts and stuff that are too small. Mm-hmm. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he, like rips out of it, and then he like falls over and breaks a table. I just want to see him like fall around, <laughs> like break shit. Yeah. To my amusement, that's super like sad and twisted, but that's what he's so good at. I really miss that. You know, just we go out, you know, get breakfast, and then you get like. I don't know. He get like syrup stuck all over himself. And then he get like stuck to the wheel of the car and crash it and a whole bunch of slapstick Sounds events. Sounds dangerous. <laughs> I want to be his David Spade. I mean, are there no consequences for these uh, these people who've come back to life? I don't. Can actually... they do death defying acts without getting killed? Can he just uh-huh. keep running into cars and? So you're saying if they die during their day, before the day's over, do they just respawn? No, you probably lose them for the... I mean, that's it. You lose them. They go no, back think, to hell or whatever. I think so, too. Yeah. <laughs> they're all in hell. <laughs> well, you said that they're signing a contract with Satan. Yeah, Satan gives you a waiver. And then he has a deal with the Dragon Ball guy. There's <laughs> something. I'm not sure how that part works. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I like to think he can keep coming back so you can just watch him, like kill himself in a fun way a slapsticky way like a three stooges kind of way mm-hmm. he's so cruel <laughs> i feel like the rules should deter you from murdering them yeah <laughs> you can never bring them back i'm not like i'm head. like don't murder yourself i just like <laughs> might see you like, perform uh, uh, like acts that are so extreme that they might result in death it's, it's just a, a nice way to end the day together just end it with a bang <laughs> Like, I don't know, we go to some Zing. factory with some conveyor belt and he gets his tie stuck on the conveyor belt and it starts like dragging him along and he's going to get crushed. That's gruesome. Man. That's not funny. That's horrific. <laughs> I want, like, he can get out of it. I'm just saying, I like the idea of getting into these situations where he could die. That's what makes it, like, funny is that it's, like, so intense. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not sure that he would treat it as a bit. He might... <laughs> Start getting very afraid of you at this point. 
<laughs> like he, tr- he wouldn't be one to hang out with you. What did Chris Farley ever do to you? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the mousetrap factory, you know, stuff like that. Okay, what do you think Chris Farley would want to do? Pick up prostitutes. <laughs> no, he th- wanted speedball, right? I think he wanted, yeah, he wanted cocaine. Yeah, and prostitutes. <laughs> He'd get a conveyor belt of cocaine and... All right, write that down for the record. Conveyor belt of cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) Cocaine conveyor belt. (laughs) Now I'm mad that I think that Chris Farley owes something to. (laughs) Colonel Sanders. One of the great fast food pioneers. Yeah, I don't quite understand this. Well, He's some old either. guy. What are you, you going to do? Well, first of all, he I want to know all the herbs and spices. He has some, This is a man that has a lot of secrets. I there are other the, people that know the herbs and spices. <laughs> I want to know, know how he started it. And then, more importantly, I want to know what he thinks of like the stuff today. I want to know what he thinks about eating the bones. <laughs> or thinks about those little like sadness bowls. Like if he's in the favor double, of those. Double down. The double, well, the double down, sure. I want to see like if he approves of those or if not. Like I'd want to take him to KFC and try out all the new stuff. So what can you tell me about the life of Colonel Sanders and what kind of man he was? Well, he definitely liked the spotlight because he did so many commercials. I can't tell you anything. <laughs> this is one of those things that sounded funny, but now, I don't know. Well, I'm going to ask Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia says Colonel Sanders' full name is Colonel Harland David Sanders. He's not a real colonel, I know that. I think most people know that. He's a Kentucky colonel. What does that mean? It's an honorary title from the Commonwealth of Kentucky. So if I'm, like, really famous in Kentucky, can I become a colonel? Can Jim James become a colonel? (laughs) (laughs) Is it, like, a knight, like your knighthood? Your knighthood, you're now a colonel. (laughs) Double down. Getting to any of the dirt, Sean? Um, he falsified his date of birth to enlist in the army at the age of fifteen. So at least he saw some combat. Uh, if he didn't rise to the ranks of colonel, he was a mule handler in Cuba. So here's here's a question. While Sean looks up some more facts, would you rather hang out with? Colonel Sanders or Dave Thomas? Mm, Dave Thomas. I feel like Dave Thomas would be easier to hang out with. Even though I don't, I don't know anything about Colonel Sanders, I just imagine he's foghorn like going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dave Thomas would just be fucking annoyed. Dave Thomas would yeah. just like talk about adopting children and stuff. Is that what he did? Yeah, I think. Children. But I'd like to ask him about the Baconator. He was he he died by that time, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. What do you think of Colonel Sanders? If they ever met, they were their rivals. Yeah. It's kind of. Do you disapprove of him in his ways? Colonel Sanders out on his plantation. It's chicken. I don't know. I, I guess Dave Thomas seems a little more approachable, but I think that's just because we lived like during his reign era. Like Colonel Sanders died in like the eighties. And why is he wearing that white suit? Like, I guess that was just his 
thing. It's a cooking suit. It's cooking. You think you cooked chicken in that suit? <laughs> Why'd you cook chicken in a suit? Because you're Colonel Sanders. You gotta be in uniform. <laughs> be in uniform at all times. Well, when oh. you're cooking. This isn't nearly as exciting as I'd hoped it would. Well, here's some Colonel Sanders <laughs> things oh, I learned. Anything about him? He yeah. wore his white suit, or he wore a uh, uh, outfit. Uh, it says he has a lighter version in the winter, or uh, in the summer, and a heavier version in the winter. Uh, and now, when I mean, anytime he was in public for the last twenty years of his life, he was he was wearing uh, a white suit and a string tie and his mustache and goatee. Um, He's all about the brand. And I guess his his uh, white suit and black clip-on bow tie were sold at auction for over $21,000 this June. So that's exciting. But the most exciting thing I learned is that the Japanese uh, Nippon Professional Ball Baseball League has a curse called the Curse of the Colonel, mm. which applies to the Honshin Tigers. Uh, <laughs> when I, during a celebration a statue of colonel sanders was thrown into a river and lost and this was in 1985 and apparently <laughs> the, the curse still stands so they, they haven't they haven't won or something i don't know what's going on with the Hanshin tigers man it's such a bizarre <laughs> like who cares it's a, oh my it, god in 2009 like, they discovered the statue <laughs> the diamonds found it how big was this statue? It was about the size of a human because the divers who found it thought they had discovered a human body. Okay. But the, the, the Hanshin fans were quick to identify it as the long-lost colonel. <laughs> That's the weirdest it's, thing I've ever it's heard. It's still missing its glasses and left hand. <laughs> and it says the only way the curse can be lifted is by returning <laughs> long-lost glasses. Or them, like, winning a championship, maybe. They returned it to KFC Japan. KFC is pretty big over there, right? Yeah, I think uh, if I remember from Japanese class, uh, KFC does gangbusters on Christmas because mm-hmm. it's like a Western holiday, and they're like, "This is what Western people eat." <laughs> it's like turkey, I guess. But yeah, well, they yeah, they don't get turkey, so. So would you get like <laughs> culture points in your Japanese class for going to KFC? <laughs> I wish that would save me a lot of trouble. <laughs> No, but if uh, like around Christmas time, people like call in their orders weeks in advance Jeez. at KFC, they can have it. Japanese Christmas is awesome. Someday. Anyway, what would Colonel Sanders want to do? Eat the bones. Eat the bones. I don't think he'd want to eat the bones. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Probably just want to eat, or I don't know. I, feel, I just feel bad for him. I feel like he's like, he turned himself into a character and he never stopped until he died. <laughs> he wanted to help him kill himself. Maybe he'd want to get like the real story out. Yeah, or, or maybe it just at least confide in you like about... Just make a bunch of talk show appearances. There you go. Tell people the truth. Well, you, he only has an hour to do what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. So he can do one one talk show. <laughs> what? Ron wrote that you'd want to get the truth out with Colonel Sanders. Get the truth out. It's pretty funny. 
You can only do that for an hour. Otherwise, you gotta. <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, shut up, Colonel. Start eating. <laughs> Colonel, get out of your mouth. Moving on to another Southern fried gentleman, we have the king himself, Elvis Presley. Now, I feel like Elvis would have not only just so many stories, just he is into like so many weird things like karate and like <laughs> fancy toilets and like food experimentation. <laughs> you'd have so much fun with him. You know, you'd start off the day and you'd get like a big bacon, like fried bacon, peanut butter sandwich. And, and then at the eat- end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I want to like see him. I want to see him do karate too. Like I want to see him put that in use. (laughs) Maybe we'll go solve mysteries. Good idea for a movie. Elvis mysteries. Just see all this fancy shit. I just like you know give him. I want to. I want to hear the true story of Graceland and of the Memphis Mafia. What's the fake really story? Fake story? What's the fake story of Graceland? Oh, I just like you the Memphis Mafia and they're doing like sh- shady shit, supposedly. Killing people. I don't know. Um, or like, you know, when he died, people were like, all right, he's not really dead. I want to get to the bottom of that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> if I'm dead, probably got to the bottom of that. I don't know, we just jam out, I suppose. Get some guitars at it. Would you, is, would you show him any modern music? Or modern-ish? I don't know what you think Elvis would like. Like Nicki Minaj? <laughs> <laughs> he just appreciates the glamour? Yeah, he's, he's all about the glamour and the sexy moves. Mm-hmm. Sexy outfits. Would I take, like, Elvis to open my, like, like, fat Elvis and we go, like, hey, like, jam? Do you think people would, like, believe that it was Elvis? I don't think like they would. the most impersonated plan of yeah. man on the planet. Or any yeah, of these people, it... like, like, do you think they would believe that, you think, like, uh, Katie Couric would believe that Colonel Sanders or uh, whatever talk show you take him on? Do you think they would book some Katie guy? Katie Couric that... would be a mistake. You gotta get someone who has actually eaten KFC in their life. Al Roker. <laughs> there you go. Problem solved. It doesn't matter to me if people know it's Elvis. I take him to like an open mic night, right? Or something like that. I think some of these are more fun. Like uh, if we had like Genghis Khan on this list, then you wouldn't tell people you had Genghis Khan. You just like go pick a fight with someone, right? And then Genghis Khan go crazy on their ass. Why do you want to witness murder? I don't want to witness murder. I want to see Ty Cobb kill people. Not kill people, just be really racist. You know, just be like Drillbit Taylor. Not, not. My bodyguard, or I would, you know, this guy's been picking on me for a while, and then like Genghis. He's for my bodyguard. The exact same plot. Still, Taylor's the classic of the book. (laughs) Total dog off. I just don't know why you have to get a dead person to beat someone up. Can't you just like pay a bouncer to go beat the shit out of someone for you? That costs money. All I had to do here is get the Dragon Balls. Uh, yeah. Is possession a factor in this? Because can you get, you know, to possess someone and then just kill themselves? I'm just, I don't know. I'm just. You see, you're going too, too that far. That sounds like ghost. a ghost thing. 
Don't worry about it. I think they, they pretty much have free will. It's just... They have limited free will, though. I mean, like... Yeah. Like, I mean, that thing, their their hour kicks in when it's off. Like, they physically cannot do whatever they want to do. They have to do whatever you want to do now. Like, they're bound by supernatural law. So, Alice supposedly died on the toilet. Do you think the first thing he'd want to do is go to the bathroom? <laughs> Finish it? Finish the job? Where'd he be afraid of bathrooms? <laughs> he's holding it all day. He's just getting more and more miserable because he's consuming so much. Yeah. Just uses uh, honey buckets exclusively. <laughs> He'd want to use a honey bucket. <laughs> you have to take him to the construction site. <laughs> oh, finally. Get it all out. <laughs> I want to get that out. I don't know how to put that into words. Let's see what... Let's see what... <laughs> Sean wrote on a spreadsheet, Elvis would like to go to the bathroom. For his free hour. <laughs> yeah, for me, it would take him a whole hour. <laughs> all the stuff he's been eating. He spends all day in there. <laughs> That'd be terrible. It's finally gained the, the eternal peace. Moving on. Moving on is uh, Groucho Marx, which... I guess it would be kind of just like Chris Farley, except, uh, I don't know, I just try to make Groucho Marx just walk around insulting everybody. It's pretty much his stick. I think it was basically like that in real life. Though maybe not as not quite as clever because he didn't have writers writing for him in real life. Do you think Groucho Marx would have a pretty good Twitter? Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there is one. Yeah, probably, but, you know, they probably just are his quotes from his movies or from real life. Yeah, you need to own that shit. We <laughs> <laughs> try to get him up in some, like, I guess you only have a day, right? Yeah. You can't get him in, you can't take any of these, like, performers and put him in new movies. <laughs> it's a shame. I mean, maybe if, like, one scene of a movie... Yeah, but you're know. gonna spend like like three or four hours like doing that. Yeah, you have it's to worth be, it though if you pick yeah. the right project. Mm-hmm. Just like try and get him into a Woody Allen movie. Again, no one's gonna believe that it's actually him, <laughs> so it's gonna be hard to <laughs> sell it. Mm-hmm. Sad. If you search for Groucho Marx on Twitter. There are a few quote accounts, but for some reason, maybe it's just my account. Conan O'Brien is the fourth result. Groucho Marx of today. Maybe Groucho would like to do some vaudeville or something, right? <laughs> yes, we'll have to go find a vaudeville theater. <laughs> it's just... I don't even know that. It'd be like Civil War reenactors, except vaudeville. There's just these people living in the past, and they all dress up like it's the 20s. Or even better, you go to see performance, and he just, like, heckles them. Mm, that'd be great. Go to open my comedy and have Groucho Marx just sit right in the <laughs> front table in the, in the room. That'd be pretty great. You'd be like a professional heckler. Mm-hmm. 
I think that's what it would be. You'd have to try and f- figure out all the best situations for m- insulting people that there could possibly be. Which <laughs> I have not done in preparation for this podcast. <laughs> okay, well, what do you think he'd want to do with his time? I don't really know what he'd like to do, aside from insulting people. Yeah. I think he was kind of a womanizer. <laughs> But I don't want to use pickup prostitutes. <laughs> you could go with insult. Well, he wouldn't. He wouldn't need to pick up prostitutes. He could just, you know, spit his game. <laughs> yeah, he, maybe he might have the chops to pick up some ladies and in, in so his, go speed clubbing. Dating. Then I suppose. <laughs> All right, <laughs> go clubbing. Just go try and charm over the modern day. Margaret Dumont. <laughs> Club. <laughs> Club and rubbing. You know, get rubbing. Yeah, yeah, I, I get, get it. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on, we have Mr. John Lennon. Uh, this is one of those ones I probably put on that's like too sad, though. I don't. I don't know. I mean, he was a he was a wisecracking kind of guy. He had fun, you know. He had a side that wasn't just the activist. Uh, I don't really know. What I, I guess I just ask him all the Beatles questions I'd want to know. Like, what was it like when you're doing this? What was it like when you do that? It'd be like the Chris Farley show, basically. <laughs> that was awesome. And then we just like start a band. We play like we play John Lennon songs. And we also play Defenestrator songs. <laughs> like early defense. Yeah, you guys are see John Lennon play all the craze. <laughs> Clock Tower. Clock Tower. <laughs> would would you try to get him to write some new songs? Ooh, I really like that idea. Cause I mean you could just uh pass them off as your own. <laughs> nothing know. like a nothing like a little supernatural plagiarism. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> What's he going to do? He's going to be back in, you know... Hell. hell. <laughs> I'm going to have Imagine 2. That's right. God, that'd be awesome. <laughs> okay, just write Imagine 2. Go. <laughs> I got the basis. You have Ghost, John Lennon, C on it, and then you just get Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. You got Imagine 2. Let's not do that. Imagine two tomorrow is what it called, like number two. Okay, so that's like Prince. <laughs> that a song? No, but Prince always puts two in his song titles. <laughs> Prince can do like sweet guitar solo on it. Yeah. And then we're gonna play at the uh, Grammys. I guess. Do <laughs> <laughs> have hologram John Lennon on there? That blow everybody's mind. <laughs> they got hologram John Lennon. He just walks into the stage. I think people's heads would explode from seeing that. <laughs> so much blood. Yeah. What do you think John Lennon would want to do though? You think he'd want to just do like activist stuff? Like you know, it's funny. Is John Lennon was always? Um, I mean, he was getting so wrapped up in like American. I feel like politics and all that kind of stuff. And I mean, do you think you'd want to take on some like modern issues? 
Do you think any of these people would like want to go see their family? <laughs> <laughs> they probably want to go see Yoko. Mm. Mm. No, I want to see John Lennon like go on Bill O'Reilly or something. Yeah, Maybe that's part of the contract with Satan is you can't like see your family. Are we making that contract with Satan? No, they are. It's part oh, of the Dragon Ball contract. Yeah, we just have to get the Dragon Balls. Yeah. So he's not in hell. He's in the home for infinite losers. <laughs> Forgot by the American version of Dragon Ball Z. Well, I mean, what do you guys think John Lennon want, would want to do? Get high. Probably, you know, fight somebody. Fight somebody? Why? Because he lived his whole life as a pacifist. Like, maybe he wants to see what how the others... Half lives. Do you want to go fight Paul McCartney? Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> Maybe he'd want to kill Yoko Ono so his spirit could finally be free. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, somebody threw out something. I, let's give it a couple things. I went like protest and shit. I said he's trying to drop some acid. <laughs> Is he still doing that? Who wants to drop acid on like Fox News? Like, you mean like drop real acid? Like, <laughs> on the building? Like, Bill O'Reilly's head. Then he'd end up like that guy that seated Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's just go with that. Drop acid on Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to come up with these things and make them creative because you never know. <clears throat> All right. Well, we got another rock star. Get Mr. Keith Moon. Keith Moon. Well, I guess if you'd want to resurrect one of the rock stars that lived life to the fullest, I feel like I'd want to get the Keith Moon experience. I, I feel like, it, I don't know, it'd be f- more fun. I, I don't think he'd go to a dark place with it. He'd just, like, you know, destroy hotel rooms and basically just destroy hotel rooms is what I'd want him to do. Drive a car into the swimming pool. I don't think you thought this one out, Colin. Because yeah. the next day, he's gone and you're liable for everything. <laughs> No, it was the ghost. It was the ghost. <laughs> Sir, we, we've got a video. You were there. Yeah, There's no ghost because, you know, everyone knows they don't show up on camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess I could all just jam with him, but. Uh... Just be way too intense. I don't think I'd want to. I, I guess it might be. This is going to destroy the place of like one of your enemies. There you go. Drill it, tailor it. <laughs> like, remember how Rin Ryan done at that crappy show where he like, let's wreck shit. That was the stupidest thing I ever Let's go house and wreck shit. Well, I feel, I'd, I'd want to make it somewhat personal, though. I'd want it to be someone that Keith Mood knew when he was alive, like maybe Rod Stewart or something. 
because he'd be so confused at his friend Keith Moon being back from the dead that he wouldn't know whether to call the cops or not. Something like that. destroy Rod Stewart's house? Sure, why not? Right, let's go, Keith. Let's get, get in here. Gonna break all the shit. I feel like he'd be game. I'm all about committing crimes, I guess, with ghosts. It sounds pretty good. What do you think he'd want to do? Just get wasted. Yeah, probably just get wasted. Get wasted and go to, like, the farmer's market and just break a bunch of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're going to... Get drunk at a yard sale. Drug farmers market <laughs> shopping. <laughs> Sounds pretty good. Let's go there. Alright. Back to the big big boys. <laughs> People who got kind of tubby towards the end. Yep, back, yeah. But big boys. Okay. Mr. Marlon Brando. I mean, Marlon Brando's such an eccentric. I just like to see, like, how he, like, lives from day to day. I mean, you hear all these weird stories about... I mean, obviously, I'm interested in all the, the food stuff about him. Like, taking a chocolate bar and melting into a coconut. Or, like, people throwing Big Macs over the gates of his house. But, like, also, like, supposedly he really liked, like, cartoons. Like, watching cartoons with Michael Jackson. And, like, he really liked Beavis and Butthead. I just like want to know what he does when he's not acting. Like, what's he do? Like, is if he's alive today, is he? Does he want to watch like Sixteen and Pregnant? Is that what he's into? Or like, I remember some, watching some documentary where he's like, they are like talking to like, his grandkids, and he's talking about how he like always like to wear like women's dresses because it's like really funny. Shut does a great. Shut does. Father Brando, exclusively from The Godfather. Remember what? That? You did it on a podcast. Like, He's <laughs> 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 so breathy. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I love you so much, guys. But I just want to see, like, how his brain works. Like, why... When he's on the set of Superman, did he, like, try to convince someone, like, maybe we should make everyone, like, green suitcases? So, like, why did you say that? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, why are you trolling everybody? I want to know what makes him tick so bad. I feel like you wouldn't, though. I know. So they just be like, hang out with a crazy person. There is no logic to what's going on inside that head of his. <laughs> Might be kind of fun. It'd be super know. interesting. It'd be like for really a while, awesome. you just feel like you're in the end of apocalypse now. Am <laughs> <laughs> so I gonna have to kill you now? Just keep talking nonsense about eternity. Yeah, but then later, like, all right, we could do something with this. Right? Maybe get it. You know, maybe write a book, a screenplay, or something. Even me over there, just get out the... Oh, oh God, they don't work on video, do they? Because I'd love to get out the video camera and just do, like, a quick, like, little home movie. <laughs> Stars him. Maybe I'd get him to finish. You ever hear about, like, before he died, he was supposedly working on an animated film called, like, Bugman? No. With you Brendan to, Fraser? You want him to finish Bugman? <laughs> Is that a top priority? <laughs> He's playing, like, an old woman in it. That's Brendan Fraser. Because it's funny. 
Yeah, I guess. Bug Man. God, what was that? What happened to that movie? Big Big Bug Man? A shitty title for one. I don't I wonder if you, it has a Wikipedia, it has like a poster and everything. Big Bug Man. Brendan Fraser and Marlon Brando as Mrs. Sour. <laughs> Those names just don't seem like they should go together. Brendan Fraser and Marlon Brando. <laughs> I'd love to know if you ever met Marlon Brando. It's so weird. They they recorded in like 2004, but he's on like oxygen six hours a day. <laughs> and then he died the next month. Ugh. But I want to see Big Bug Man come to life. I don't know. Maybe I don't. <laughs> uh, what do you think he'd want to do? Just like catch up on all the fast food he's missed? Watch MTV? <laughs> I feel like he'd just want to do something very strange that amuses him, like watching a poodle wear a fireman's uniform while dangling out a window or something. Just, you can't comprehend why he likes this, but he's like, <laughs> he's dangling the poodle? Uh, maybe. Getting a bunch of poodles and they're in, you say they're in firefighter costumes? By the way, that was completely stream of consciousness thinking. I was just like the first thing. That's like that's what he would like. He would like to do something that's just bizarre. He'd want to get a bunch of poodles, dress them up like firefighters, and reenact Ladder Forty Nine or something. (laughs) Okay, so you'd have to show him Ladder Forty Nine first. Well, maybe he was alive when that movie came out. I'm not sure. Well, you'd enjoy it. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the best thing we could see. He would want to crazy, shit, crazy shit we don't understand. <laughs> Moving on to another man with famous eating habits, Mr. Orson Welles, who supposedly went to Pink's Hot Dogs in L.A. and sat down and ate like 16 in one sitting. First of all, I'd like to ask him how he did that. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, he's such a legendary figure, and entertainment, just ask him about all his past work. But most importantly, I'd like to ask him what it was like working on Transformers the movie, which was one of the last, if maybe he the doesn't last even know movie. he was in it. No, he does. He does know because he says like he hated it, he hated it, and he voiced the big toy. <laughs> I just want to hear him like you know just rag on all the shit that he's done like in his later life that he hates. I feel like it'd be really interesting. Maybe really scary. I don't know. Get like super drunk. It'd be pretty funny though. If it's anything like that wine commercial, that'd be fun to kind of like watch for a couple hours, right? Right. I think the real concern here is unlike Hitchcock with Orson Welles, you've got to do everything within your power to hide the reality of Hollywood from him. Because I mean, this is a guy who struggles his entire life with Hollywood studios, but to see the mess that it is now, just terrible state of affairs that is Hollywood. So you think he'd want to pull like a they live and just start attacking businesses with machine guns? Yeah, he would go nuts. There would be nobody left alive by the end of the day. Why are you down to like team up with Orson Welles and get some guns and destroy Hollywood I suppose? Such a waste! Orson Welles, he's, sure he's got the mass, so he can can take a few hits but it's not like he's a you know, a warrior 
He's a he's a scholar and gentleman. He's so smart and eloquent. You're wasting your opportunity if you. What would you do? I just want to talk with him. Well, I said talk, but I'm building off of that. I think that's a given. I want to talk to all of these people. Yeah, you're not going to talk to him for 24 hours. He could do it. I wouldn't have to talk that much. Well, clearly we're going to get hot dogs at some point. That's a given. Yeah. I mean, definitely. I, I feel like he he really enjoyed the food in a way that, you know, probably Brando didn't. You know. Brando was just like just jamming it down his throat. You think he could break it down and articulate what is so great about this particular hot dog? Yeah. Uh, maybe. Unless he gets drunk. But I don't know, the way he talks about peace, if he talks about that about anything, hmm, that'd be pretty good. Yeah. But what But what would he want to do? Well, it sounds like he'd want to wage war on Hollywood. But like how? Just like plant a bomb at, at one of the studios. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> John, I feel like you had a better grasp. Well, I, don't, I mean, he was political. He was creative. I don't like. I don't know if there's any like great thing. He's like, if only I had gotten to do that in my life. I mean, besides perpetually not giving, not having been given money to make the movies he really wants to make. Maybe he would use his opportunity to, you know, make someone's dream come true. Make my dream come true. I think he'd want to help me. <laughs> so you want to put help Sean as <laughs> thing you would choose to do. Yeah, teach me. <laughs> uh, so I don't follow in his path. Yeah, okay. Help Sean. Well, that just seems strange, though, because you're hanging out with him the whole day in this scenario but there's one hour where he puts it aside he's like he's telling you the facts straight up yeah. about your life he gets real with this shit he's not just telling amusing stories okay <laughs> so yeah I'm gonna put get real as <laughs> the thing you'd want to do which is different from Colonel Sanders he wants to get the truth <laughs> Next on our list is uh, Theodore Roosevelt. Bonus points if you can tell me what number of president he was. Uh, 30. Uh, I don't know. 29. 26. Close. Um, and I put this on here like a few weeks ago when we came up with this idea. And I've been thinking about it, and the more and more time goes on, the more I worry that uh, this would actually be a really terrible experience for me personally. Because Teddy Roosevelt, if, if you don't know much about the man's life, he's the ultimate man. He's all about like living in the wild and killing shit and taking care of nature and eating and drinking and growing mustaches that are just so big and beautiful. So what you're saying is you are not the ultimate man. <laughs> no, that's, that's that's not, you know, because, like, he got, sh you know, the famous story about him getting shot. 
uh, when he's about to deliver a speech and the speech stopping the bullet. Uh, and then he goes on and gives the speech with the bullet still in his chest for like an hour and a half. And, uh, you know, like the story of the soldier who complained to him that, like, he had to ride, like, 25 miles a day. And that looks, there's way too much riding. And Teddy Roosevelt, like, rode 100 miles. He's like, fuck you, fuck everybody. <laughs> Pretty much all the time, that's what Teddy Roosevelt was doing. Was saying, fuck you, fuck everybody. Let's just celebrate nature and stuff. Like, isn't it pretty out here? And yeah. so while I'm all about him as a historical figure and as a progressive, uh, now that I think about it, it'd be pretty, he'd be pretty disappointed with me because he'd be like, let's, <laughs> let's go hiking and riding and <laughs> see the world. And I'd be like, ah. Yeah, remember, you only have to do that for an hour. <laughs> I want to order in some pizza. <laughs> <sighs> but you only have to do that for an hour, Sean, and then the rest of the time is yours. He's got to do what you want to do. Yeah, but Sean doesn't want to have to live with that. Yeah, he's not. The burden of having disappointed Teddy Roosevelt. You can just, like, make him play video games all day. (laughs) (laughs) He'll do it. He has to do it or else he'll be fucking raped by Satan. (laughs) The consequence? Uh, I guess. Like, what else can you think of? (laughs) Raped by Satan? Seems like that's the like status quo of hellish punishment. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was a rough one. Okay, so what would he want to do? Like strangle a bison? <laughs> yeah, but then like pay tribute to it. <laughs> <laughs> Strangle slash pay tribute to a bison. <laughs> and the very last name on our list is Vincent. Price. You know, honestly, I forgot I left him on here. So let's see where I could take this. Uh, I feel like out of those old horror guys, he's like the most approachable. Most of them are like twisted and weird or really mad. And he's, like, super nice guy. And he had all sorts of nice hobbies, like painting and poetry and just real sociable. And then I'd just get him, like, to record hours of voiceover for everything. Everything you could possibly imagine. Possibly imagine. I'd get him to read some book. I'd, I'd have him, like, read the intro to, like, 50 metal songs. <laughs> you could, like, pick your favorite book and have him read the whole thing so you could have that book on tape by Vincent Price. You know, and ask him what he thinks of Bill Hader's impression because not very good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah, I, I don't know much of his surprise. His personal uh, life. Or I, I haven't even seen that many of his movies. Mm. Well, I've seen a good chunk of his Roger Corman movies and his sci-fi movies. I, like I said, I just think he's like I was thinking of those old creepy dudes, and for some reason he's always been the most approachable. And I also forgot to take it off the list. Um, <laughs> we had to have more than ten, apparently. What he'd want to do, he'd probably want to read poetry or something. He'd want to listen to Thriller. That's all he'd do. <laughs> he'd want to listen to Thriller. Go to a poetry slam. Go to a poetry. He'd he'd want to do a poetry slam. 
be like, he'd do some macabre poem about Professor Frankenstone. <laughs> Just improvs it. Oh, sure. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Let's get down to list making time. Okay. I think first we can take off it's a prize. Right? <laughs> I forgot to take them off. What else? Okay, let's look at all these activities. Which one does not see that appealing? <laughs> of the ones that they would want to do? Clubbing and rubbing. <laughs> well, maybe... You see, that's such a, like, not classy way to put, like, go to the clubs. And masturbating. You only have to do it for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do we really want to help Colonel Sanders get the truth back? <laughs> Is that too much work? <laughs> so would you just dedicate the entire day to getting the truth out since, I mean, you don't, there's not that much to do with Colonel Sanders. You're not interested in him. It's you're like, you know, let's, let's, I'll just be a nice guy and do what he wants to do for the whole day. I don't know. Go to Twitter, Facebook, you'd film a YouTube video, and he'd be like, this ain't a game. <laughs> this no one would be able to see or hear anything. <laughs> Man, I hate that that part of it. That's uh, reality. Yeah. Uh, here. We must play by them. If it does sound like a lot of work, who knows how interesting he actually is to talk to. He's just some old man. Yeah, I can't imagine having anything to talk to him about, really. He's like, you like chicken? He's like, yeah, I, I like chicken. I'll see, I'll see. <laughs> and then there's an awkward silence for a little while, and he's just like, you like chicken? He's like, yeah, we already talked about this. <laughs> he falls asleep. You hear about the truth? Got to get the truth out. Not now. <laughs> South will rise again. Oh. Better see, maybe. Okay, yeah, that, that was a good choice. Take him off. Are we at 10 now? Uh, yeah. Okay, who would I, who would I want to hang out with the least here? Nancy? Um, who would I want to hang out with the least? Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Probably Marlon Brando. I'd just be, like, really intimidated. <laughs> Slash scared. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, that's, I mean, it's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. Though I think I'd still be more interested to explore his, his like, psychosis than just see Keith Moon get shit-faced. Yeah. yeah. Keith Moon's kind of low on the totem pole, He could, he could be 10. I'd be fine on that. Since you got to pay for all that property damage at the end of it. Okay. Who next? We got. Hmm. I'm. I'm like. I'm. I'm looking between most of the fat guys. Mm-hmm. Like Chris Farley. All fat guys. Who's not fat? John Lennon. Groucho. And that's it. <laughs> All the rest are fat guys. I mean, Terry Rizzo's kind of like burly. Yeah. He's not He's robust and pink-cheeked. Like Santa. 
Mm-hmm. I think I go Chris Farley. I feel like he might be too on all the time. Maybe he might I don't be. No, I feel like that'd be. Well, you did say you wanted to spend most of your time just trying to get him killed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying dangerous situations, like Looney Tune esque situations. I'm not trying to get him killed. This ain't he a game, wants... yo. Mm, okay. <laughs> but I'm trying. Whatever the hang out with Marlon Brando or some Wells. Orson Welles would be really interesting. Marley yeah. Mando would be... You wouldn't know what's going on. Would Babe Ruth really be that interesting? <laughs> I feel like he'd be Not. pretty... He's like a real dude, though, you know? He could, like, you could totally have a conversation with him. He's like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, but the thing. He's like dumb, right? <laughs> yeah, so you could, like, he'd be down for whatever, man. You could do whatever you want. Unless you can throw some, some softballs yeah, to him. Give you some hidden tips, you know? I feel like his tips wouldn't be that good since it was such a completely different ball game back then. Mm. Remember, you have to go pick up prostitutes here. Yeah. <laughs> Risk arrest. <laughs> That's part of it. And he does it like the least classy way. Like he pulls up his car. He's like, okay, come on. Just hold on for a minute. And they like wait for women to walk up to his car. Because the CD hotel it makes you watch. <laughs> I don't think you have to be there. He just has to. You can just be like, all right, come back in an hour. Maybe you have to do it for him. Yeah. You have to have to I was. a prostitute? <laughs> you have to do it for him. You have to go pick up the prostitute for him. Uh, okay. He gives you like his type. And- <laughs> Because he's too ashamed. He's just lazy. Okay. He'd rather you know, sit back at the hotel and watch some improvement. Mm-hmm. He's never seen it before, man. He's got so much <laughs> catching up to do. <laughs> oh, this is tough. I like all these people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh. Mm-hmm. I guess I could go Brando next. Okay. Let's just make some progress. I feel like it would just be a, a bit much after a while. It'd be fun for like four or five hours, but then after that, you'd start going crazy listening to this guy. Let's also get Teddy at seven. Let's not go any higher with him. Cause I suppose. We're just going to disappoint him. Yeah. I don't. I, I think you would disappoint him, Sean, but I think <laughs> I would have a good time. Would you try to rise to the occasion? And You'd have to try to rise to the occasion. I think so. So just playing video games with him. He would well, just he, leave. He wouldn't care about. It. He'd fight. Like he would he break. Could, the, he just, he'd break <laughs> the, the by Satan. Yeah, he, he'd break the Take rules because he's not afraid of Satan. Yeah, I'd be like, "Don't go, Teddy. Satan will rape you." And he'd be like, "I'll I will murder Satan." He can fry. He will strangle slash honor Satan. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. I don't think there's a, a man alive who could please Teddy Roosevelt. Mm-hmm. Kevin. No, my brother Kevin would be a massive disappointment because he just like flies on airplanes and drives cars. Teddy Roosevelt not be impressed. You have tame wild animal and ride it. 
Number six should be... Yeah, I think either Babe Ruth or Groucho Marx, because we don't really know what's going on there. Sure. And I, I mean, John Lennon also wouldn't be that high on my list, because as not a musician and not a hippie. Because a Beatles fan, right? Yeah, I'm a Beatles fan. But, uh, it would just be like, oh, this is really good. You did good. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'd have John Lennon higher than like Alfred Hitchcock. Plus with John Lennon, you gonna throw acid on me? <laughs> be like Robocop. <laughs> Robocop acid attack. Yeah. I feel like why would John Lennon want to do that? <laughs> Yeah, why Bill O'Reilly? The guy who wrote "Give Peace a Chance." <laughs> <laughs> funny to imagine. Imagine. He's seen some shit in hell. So. Plus, remember hanging out with John Lennon leads to him recording "Imagine 2 mm-hmm. and then performing as a hologram at the Grammys. Yeah. Pretty good. So, uh, are we putting him ahead of? Babe Ruth and Groucho Marx. Is that five? I mean, in, 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 in my book, yeah. That's fine. Okay. Fine with me. The Ruth? Hmm? The Ruth? <laughs> <laughs> Is that your Babe Ruth? No. It's me being confused about what, I'm supposed to, what numbers I'm supposed to be typing. Well, in. I don't know. Wasn't it Babe Ruth and... Who else was there? Who's the other one? Groucho. Groucho. All right. So uh, this is intense. Well, pretty interesting people. I mean, I know who my one, my one and two are, but that's, I, that's not necessarily everyone else's. What are they? Actually, I don't know it in what order. <laughs> well, I want to hang out with Elvis and John Lennon. Yeah. I don't know about together because it seems like when the Beatles met Elvis, it was kind of awkward. Ah, <laughs> uh, Okay, so we got we got John Lennon, we got Elvis, Orson Welles, and Alfred Hitchcock. I mean, Alfred Hitchcock's pretty pretty funny. He's interesting, but he just wants to go gardening. <laughs> <laughs> just based on no <laughs> accounts from his real life. I mean, I, I can see him gardening. I think there's a scene in that Hitchcock movie with Anthony Hopkins where he's gardening, but I don't think he liked it. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I said gardening. <laughs> He's wearing a funny hat, so it's all worth it. I mean, yeah, I guess I could do. I could go with Alfred Hitchcock in number four. I, I don't know. I, I could go with him over Orson Welles. I feel like I'd probably have more fun with Alfred Hitchcock. Orson Welles might be kind of intense. Yeah, I kind of get that too. 
feel like I probably have a little less to talk with him. You know, I've seen more Hitchcock movies. Yeah. I'll go Orson next. So that's my yeah. I can, but Orson Welles would be... He's like the most interesting person to ever lived. If you ask me. Really eloquent. His nice. life. His life, man. It's rough. Even That's in tough. Transformers. If that's a joke, I don't get it. Well, you just act like like he's like the greatest person ever. He's done some pretty like dumb stuff, probably. Or just, I just feel like his career totally like pewtered off. Like yeah. whereas someone like Hitchcock, like, was pretty in- like kept a pretty interesting career like the whole way through. Because Hitchcock was making blockbusters, and, and Orson Welles wanted to make movies that were purely his vision. I don't just want to hear Orson Welles like bitch all day though. <laughs> I do. I can go for it. That's why he's at number four though. Is Hitchcock three then? I guess. I, don't know. I suppose. Okay. It's interesting. At least these top two people have met each other. And. I assume we're admirers of each other. I know John Lennon was admirer of Elvis. I feel like Elvis has more like secrets. <laughs> I would rather hang out with Elvis. Yeah, I think I would too. too. I think he's just more fun yeah. in general than John I mean, Lennon. I could ask John Lennon like Beatles questions all day, but Elvis. Elvis would like whatever. take you out and ha- like, have a good time. <laughs> just go out, you know, go to Ibex Steakhouse. I don't know. <laughs> Probably, why not? I mean, you're gonna eat at like 13 different restaurants. So. Maybe he'd give you one of his sweet outfits. Can, can hey, I get his possessions? You'd, you'd both be you dressed go up break like. Break into Graceland. Okay. What do you, you don't have to break in. He's got the keys. Yeah. Maybe. A hidden pair of keys. It's his house keys. True. Just karate chops the door down. <laughs> Watch out, mama. Hiya. All right, let's read it off. The top 10 dead people with whom we'd like to hang out. Number 10, we'd like to go drunk farmer's market shopping with Keith Moo. Number 9, we'd like to turn on the cocaine conveyor belt with Chris Farley. Number 8, we'd like to do some crazy shit I don't understand with Marlon Brando. Number seven, we'd like to strangle slash honor a great beast with Teddy Roosevelt. Number six, we'd like to take Babe Ruth to pick up some prostitutes. (laughs) Number five, Josh and Arx would take us for some clubbing and rubbing. Number four, Orson Welles would just get real, you know what I'm saying. Number three, (laughs) we'd watch quietly as Elvis Garden Garden. (laughs) Two... We would leave a RoboCop-style acid attack on Fox News, specifically targeting Bill O'Reilly with John Lennon. And number one, we would let Elvis Presley finally go to the bathroom in a public porn potty I think I missed that part of the conversation. What was the por- go to the bathroom one? Well, he died on the toilet, so I feel like he never got to finish the job. <laughs> this is unfinished business. <laughs> Literally. Uh, okay. Uh, that's been fun. Um, 
Breaking Bad starts next week. Maybe we'll do something to honor that. Maybe we'll do something totally different. But, regardless, we'll try to make some sort of podcast next week. That, I can, well, say. Maybe not promise. Until that, we've been Top 10 Thursdays. I'll see you next time. Just don't let her go.